This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, it's Monday night, it's 7.30, it's Leicester Fan TV, it's your Monday night fan zone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we have got a very, very special treat for you tonight because live coming on the show in just a few moments is Paul Gallagher. Yes, the very same Paul Gallagher. Leicester City, 2009 to about 2015. Currently still playing for Preston North End. So we've got loads and loads to chat with Paul about. Get your views in, get your questions into Paul and we'll bring him on very shortly. Yes, as ever, get your questions in. Mirko's watching. I can get them on screen as ever. Andrew is watching. Thanks, Andrew. He's looking forward to getting his questions in. Pete, Soren, watching all the way out in Sweden. How are you, Soren? Good to see you. Uh, Chris is there as well. Dave Felstead trying to get a few hellos in, but very, very shortly. Hi, Kenny. Going to bring in Jamie from the Fox's Arms. Jamie, can you hear us? Yes, we can hear. Oh, are we? I can. I mean, sorry. How are we? Are we good? Yeah, really good. Really good. Jamie? We know we've got Paul Gallagher waiting in the wings, so let's not keep him too long. Talk us through Mr. Gallagher and Leicester City. Right. Paul Gallagher, he came from Blackburn in August of 2009 for an undisclosed fee. Uh, Nigel Pearson bought him. Uh, he played uh, 137 games, scored 28 goals. He scored a hat-trick against Scunthorpe and he scored one with his head, which I'm going to ask him about because I think that was a rare thing in scoring with his head. And Sven, <laughs> Sven once said... He's not far away from David Beckham in terms of his delivery from set pieces. So I think we ought to get him on and ask him about this. Here we go. Let's see. Paul, good evening. How are we, fellas? Right? Evening, Paul. How are I've you? Got, are you got, good? I've got, I've got the ball here, the hat-trick ball. <laughs> hey! Has it, has it still got yeah. your head mark on it where you headed it for the first time? Yeah, it's flat. So it must have been flat when I headed it. Still flat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good, that is. That's brilliant, yeah. that is. 
Brilliant. Right, so I get the ball rolling? Yes, please, Joe. Right, oh, Paul, when you signed for Leicester from Blackburn, how did Nigel Pearson get you to leave Blackburn? What did he say? What did he? How did he persuade you to leave Blackburn? Um, yeah, it was quite weird, actually. Obviously, I had a season out on loan at Plymouth, um, done reasonably well. I went back to Blackburn. I played most of the pre-season games under Sam, Sam Allardyce. Um, then I, got, I picked up an injury, but I got fit for the last pre-season game. So I managed to play. Then the first game of the season, we played Man City. And I came on with half an hour to go. So I'm thinking, maybe I'm getting a chance here. And we're supposed to play Fulham during the week, but they're in the Europa League. So it got cancelled. Then in that week, that's when Leicester approached Blackburn and, and they agreed a fee. And, and to be honest, I, I never knew much about Leicester. Um, obviously, watching matches there many years ago when they were in the Premier League, I knew you know, they had a good good team back then, obviously, with the likes of Jerry Taggart and Emil Heskey and people like that. And um, I, I went down with my agent and, and as soon as you've seen the, the infrastructure, the stadium and stuff, you thought, this is a place I'd, I'd, I'd like to come and play. And um, you know, Nigel really, really didn't have to say much. Even though I, I gave him a lift down to the stadium, actually, he was in the back of my car. I don't think he was a fan of my driving, so <laughs> he was like, slow down a bit, but... You know, when you, you want to get out as quick as possible, I want to get there quick. Yeah, so I went down <laughs> to the stadium, looked around, and it's a magnificent stadium. And um, yeah, it was, it was one of them. Really, I wanted to. I was at an age where I thought, you know what, I need to go and play. I'd, I'd had a few seasons out on loan in the championship and done really well. So for me myself, it was, it's about trying to get my career up and running. And you know, I went for an undisclosed fee, but a lot of people don't know I took a wage cut to go to, to Leicester just to get my career going and playing. So it wasn't about money or anything like that. It was about just going out and, and playing football. And, you know, and when I got there, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think my first game was against Barnsley. So I'd only trained like two days and I'd never done a, what is it? Um, a medical. And Dave Rennie had me doing pull-ups and everything. I had my jeans on doing pull-ups. I'm thinking, i got a game on. <laughs> that's um, good doing that. That's, me, that's me medical, doing pull-ups. Yeah, before even <laughs> we kicked the ball. So I'm thinking, I hope manager. If I'm playing on Thursday, I was on treadmills and everything. But, Obviously, I passed the, passed the uh, medical because I've obviously been playing for Blackburn, so you know I was fit. So, but that was just the regime back then, and then obviously the first game against Barnsley. And I think we won. I think Matty Matty Fright scored actually. Absolutely, we've got. But, I'm pretty, adding it. Go on, go, go on Jamie. I was going to say pretty quick decision then for you to sign for Leicester. Just had a look round, and that was it. You thought, right, I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, it, it never fails. But, you know, I know they'd only just come up from from League One. So they're on a wave of, of confidence, and you know some of the players I've I heard of. Obviously, Bruno Berner played with at Blackburn. Um, Paul Dickoff is at the end of his career, but I played with at Blackburn in Scotland. And then obviously, I think Richie Welland signed the same time as me. Martin Wagelon came in, and um, I think we were fifth in the league when I turned up in, in mid August sometime. So it, it wasn't thinking, oh, the Leicester have only come from League One. This could be a, a long hard season. It was an absolutely enjoyable season, the first one. Yeah, there's some uh, massive comments here. There's loads of comments praising you. Uh, it looks like you you definitely were and still are uh, quite popular with the Leicester faithful. It seems to be coming up quite a lot, so I'm going to ask you about the penalty take because you you take a, an interesting <laughs> you take an interesting penalty. You don't look, and you've got a, a high success yeah. rate. Can you can you tell us a, bit, a little bit about that technique? Um, I don't think I missed it, Leicester. If I'm if I'm right, I don't think I ever missed one. Mm. I took quite a few. Um, no, it. it Obviously, I missed before, and obviously, growing up at Blackburn, you had Alan Shearer, James Beattie, and they, they had a similar way of taking it, but I just came up with that one day in training and and, and just practice and practice, like free kicks, like anything. If you practice something, you, you become good at it. And um, unfortunate enough for me, it's, it's something that served me well through my career. 
Tom, I'm not going to tell you, obviously, the ins and outs of it. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Do you still take your penalties now, Paul, for Preston? Well, to be, yeah, to be honest, we've um, we've got me and Daniel Johnson who have really good. We've had nine penalties this year. It's incredible. We've had, um, yeah, I scored four and DJ's took five. So, and we've been on the pitch at the same time. So, you know, I took the first one. We played Bristol City, we drew three each, and I took the first one. Then Daniel took the second one. So, we've got. Good options of obviously taking penalties, but yeah, it's you know if it, it comes up, I'll, I'll take it. And the manager has faith in me, so you know as, a, as an older player as well. Now you, you take responsibility, and you know it's something I enjoy doing. Absolutely, Tom. Let's bring you in. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, your, your first season at the football club uh, ended in that terrible heartache. I was there at Cardiff uh, in the penalty shootout uh, after we got ourselves back into the game after the first leg. So then. <laughs> Finished that game, Nigel Pearson left the football club, uh, went to Hull, uh, and then Paolo Sosa came into the football club. What was it like to suddenly have a different manager in such a short period of time after you'd signed for Nigel? And uh, were Paolo, you know, methods a lot different to Nigel's? Yeah, um, it was incredible, actually. That, that game, I've never been in so many emotions in one game. You know, one minute we're losing, one minute we're going through. Then I think they get a penalty right at the end and then go to extra time and you've got penalties and, you know, you, you're just thinking, come on, let's try and get through this penalty shootout. But that game was, like I said, it was a roller coaster. And from that, for Nigel to lose his lose his job after that or move on to Hull was, was incredible. You got promotion the year before, got us to the semi-final. Um, you know, all good teams build on on um, togetherness and that squad there, we had real good togetherness. We'd been together for a few years, obviously coming through League One into the Championship. And obviously, Paolo came in and then he had his own philosophy, the way he wanted to play. And um, I think we might have played one game. I think it was away at Portsmouth when we got oh, hammered 6-1 or something like that. And I looked across the bench and there was myself, Richie Wellens, Matty Fryer, a lot of us that had played the previous season in most games. And it was like, he was bringing no disrespect to people that hadn't played for a while and bringing them, putting them straight in and you know, his training methods were... I remember the first day of pre-season after obviously losing in the, in the semi-final. You go away on holiday, distraught. You come back the first day and, and instead of easing ourselves in, we were playing 11 v 11 and we had to press the ball. And everyone, Dave Rennie went off because everyone were going down with hamstring injuries and, and calf injuries and stuff like that. So his training methods was, was crazy. And I remember... Yeah, so in the afternoon, we were doing set plays. We were like, Gaffer, we ain't got a game for two months. Why are we doing set plays? Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you just... I'm going to have to ask you but that didn't show like he, he didn't last. He didn't last too long, did he? <laughs> no, no. Thank God, thank God. Paul, no. I want to ask you, you. We were talking about penalties. Then we've talked about that Cardiff playoff semi-final. I was there as well as Tom. What are we allowed to talk about, Jan Kermigan and his penalty? What were your views when he when he took that one? Well, the, the funny thing was, obviously, Jan. He, he had the hardest shot you've ever seen. So for us, him walking up, you're thinking. He's going to put the keeper through the through the net with a ball here because he, in training in in games, <laughs> the biggest thing for me that stood out with Jan, he had a header once at Scunthorpe away and he headed it from the edge of the box and it was harder than any shot I've ever hit. Yeah, I'm thinking that's the only good thing that I ever remembered of Jan was that header. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I used to see him in training doing doing bicycle kicks. He was doing bicycle kicks, volleys, and oh, he was his technique and the power he had in his shots. I, I remember we were doing training once and <laughs> Nigel said. <laughs> Getting the wall, four of us in the wall. So we're stood on the wall and I'm thinking, if he hits me with this, I'm in trouble. So Richie was sitting next to me, Wellens, and it hit him straight in the bread bin and he was down. <laughs> but the noise off it was a joke. 
<laughs> and everyone, and Nigel was like, that's what I want from my wall. And I was thinking, somebody didn't hit me, I'll be out for three weeks. It was a ridiculous. <laughs> but that penalty, yeah, going back to that penalty, I was I was devastated, you know, because obviously I, I, I'd gone off, I think. I think I'd cramp, cramp in both cars. Um, but yeah. I, I probably would have took one myself. But, you know, you feel sorry for Waggy as well, because Waggy had a magnificent season that season as well. And it, obviously he missed his as well. But, you know, sometimes you just think, little margins in games that change things and you know that penalty we give away at the end I think it was Bruce he might have just dangled his leg out or something that I can't remember but um, we had him on the ropes and and you could see yeah. there was only going to be one winner and that was their lifeline really getting a penalty and then you could just see both teams just hanging on for, for dear life to get to penalties really Yeah I've got some uh, questions from the fans on here um, I've got Mirko is asked who was your favourite teammate during your spell at Leicester? Um, yeah, I'd have to say Richie. I live with Richie, bloody travel with Richie. I seen him when I did my wife, so you know, it's probably Richie Wellens. We, we travel from up north together, and um, he was a fantastic player as well. I think you'd agree, is the way he played football was, was, was a real art and a real joy to watch. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I think he, he could have probably possibly played higher, you know, if he. One thing he's probably got criticised with was probably his legs. He didn't. He wasn't as mobile. But you know what? His football brain, his skill, and some of the things you see, he's passing, and he was a real joy to play with. But we had we had some really good players. Um, you know, some I, I enjoyed playing with Lloyd Dyer. Um, yeah, he had great pace, a great outlet, worked his socks off. Actually, did work his socks off around down his ankles, weren't he? Half a game, so <laughs> yeah, he, he did work his socks off. <laughs> Legit. We, yeah, 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 had, yeah, yeah. But we had some real good, real good players, real good solid players, and. He wanted to give everything for Leicester City, and you know what? It, all the way through my time at Leicester, we, I, do you know why we probably didn't get promotion when I was there? I, I worked out the other day. I think I played with over 70, 75 players in, in three and a half cool. years. Which, if, you ch- if you're chasing promotion, you, you, you know, <clears> you're <throat> trying to get thrown a squad together to just try and win, and, it, and it's difficult. You look at the, the teams now, they've probably been together three, four years that are successful. And when Leicester did go up, it was the likes of Nugent and players like that who'd, who'd been together at the club for two, three years and, and managed to get success. Talking of all that, oh, go on. No, I was just going to say, you, you're not the first player who's come on and said about there was too many players brought into football club. Uh, Neil Dans said exactly the same under Sven. There were so many players brought in at such a short period of time. And there was so much quality there, but he just said it was all chucked together and there was just too much in one go to try and build some kind of momentum with all these new faces around the football club. I mean, what was it like to play under Sven Goran Eriksson as well? I mean, a massive name in the game uh, coming into uh, the championship and we all know it is the toughest league to get out of. He had a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, it was, it was an incredible experience. Um, I've always said, if someone said to me, you'll play for the England manager one day in Spengler and Epson, and I said, you're off your head, aren't you? But um, I remember <laughs> sitting in, in in the dining room um, at, at the training ground and um, <laughs> Paolo, Paolo came in and he says, OK, boys, um, I'm leaving. And he actually had a go at me and Richie saying, you boys will be able to go home now and, and, and see your family because we were training that late and every day we didn't have a day off and it was like, and then he had a little, I think he had a dig at Matty Freight as well saying, you might be able to play up front now, I'm leaving and all this. And <laughs> we just, it was just out of the blue really. And um, yeah. next thing I said, oh, we'll, we'll probably get Sven going out and just messing about. <laughs> Funny bets on everything because we weren't allowed. But um, <laughs> Sven comes through the door. He was like, wow, that was incredible. But um, no, to, to play for, for Sven was was, a, was an absolute pleasure. And 
I, I don't. I know he said I, I was not far off David Beckham. I think he's on about my looks, not my crosses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, you take either. Take either. No, but, <laughs> take um, either. To be fair, take either. Well, yeah, to be fair, Paul, he was definitely talking about your crossing, and it was one of you know your skills on the ball and your crossing. <laughs> it, it really yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, well, it's something you know you work on, and everyone has different strengths. And I probably, I probably came across as someone that doesn't work hard. He's a bit um, luxury player. But when when we used to get the stats, um, I never looked for the running because I was one of them players. How many key passes have I made? How many crosses have I put in? How many goals have I set up? How many goals have I scored? I wasn't mm. bothered how far I ran. You know, I'm a footballer. I'm not really running marathon. But when I did look at them, I was I was fairly high up on them. So it was like, <clears throat> you know what? But a lot of people don't see that. But that was one. I was quite high in in, in the I running. Think- yeah. I think from a Leicester fans' point of view, fans did see you running around in and putting a lot of yeah. effort in. Did, did, Jamie, yeah, over yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. always put a shift in. I think it, was, it might have just been the way I yeah. played. Do you know what I mean? A lot of players have said to me, I look very elegant on the ball and stuff like that. But I don't see that because I'm playing. I just think that's a natural way of playing. Enjoy mm-hmm. the football. And that's why Nigel got the best out of me and, and Sven. They just said, enjoy your football. And I used to play better when I had a smile on my face and I was kind of joking around, but being serious. When I tried being too serious, I ended up doing... Stupid things end up getting subbed after half an hour. But when I started playing and relaxing, and it's like anything, you, you start doing things off the cuff and just doing things that you see, yeah. not trying too hard. And you, you start playing with that freedom and, and enjoying it. And, you know, that's when you see the best. And um, I think I got a player of the month on some of this thing in, in maybe February where I was really enjoying it. And I look back at, I look back, I did, to be fair, I look back at my career at Leicester and I thought, I scored seven goals one season, I think, 11, then 10. So from midfield, I chipped in with, with quite a few goals. and you know, I, I enjoyed enjoyed scoring goals, creating goals, and I think as a player, that was my role to to try and entertain and be that one that can do something a little bit different. You no, know, like likes of a knockout when he came in and Mares and players like this. I'm not saying I'm at their standard, but that was their job to create, score, get people off the edge of the seats, and yeah. do things when you were game out of, out of nothing. Yeah, Jamie. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say. Uh, you were saying about you played for you played for Sven, an ex England manager. Yeah. You also played with two future England strikers in Kane and Vardy. Could you say mm. anything special in them yeah. when uh, when you when they were there? I know Kane was only there for a couple of months, but could you say anything special in either of them that would make it in the England team later in the career? Good question. Well, I'll go through I'll go through both of them. Yeah, when 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 Vardy came, you could see Jamie had he had respect for players, but he wasn't phased. He was here to play. He wasn't thinking, oh, I've made a step from Fleetwood to Leicester. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy I've made that. He, he was determined to go on and play. And what he, he had a fantastic attitude, work ethic. And, you know, as soon as he got came in the door, you didn't, he didn't phase with the players he was playing with. He was there to go and, and play. And, and to be fair, he's, he's done fantastic for himself. And, you know, what he's done for Leicester City, I'm sure he, he'll go down as, as one of the all-time legends. And um, first thing I seen with Harry Kane, when he came in, he wasn't shy. That's why he's a captain and leader. He he stood up in, in a change room once at Derby and he was only 18 years old and he was saying, look, I think we're having a, a rough time at Derby after half time and he was saying, I want to get to the Premier League. I've played there. I want to get back there. And he's only a kid on loan. And I thought, mm. you know what? He, he's got a bit of, bit of nuts about him and he wants to express his feelings and he'd only been in the door maybe a week or not even that. And you know, when you see someone like that, you, you, you believe he, he's a leader. I know it probably didn't go as well for him at Leicester, but as soon as he said that, I thought, this kid's got something a little bit different. He's not, he's not, not afraid to have his opinion. And and you look at him now when he captain of the country. You know what I mean, captain of England yeah. and scoring so many goals for Tottenham. And it's mad. Them two are a real credit to themselves. 
Yeah, there's a lot of fans. You probably say oh, you right. Harry Kane. You probably thought he's not playing at Leicester. Yeah. Will he go on and, and, and achieve what he has? And he has done. Um, yeah, a lot of fans agree with that. That there was. Oh yeah. We, we thought, oh, Harry Kane. He didn't do didn't do an awful lot with us. And he's just like you say, he's just gone up and up and up. And he's, he's done, what, he's done what he has to do, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh he's, yeah. He's no, a great the back of the net is. He's completely different to Vard. So he offers a completely yeah, yeah. different thing. Yeah, yeah. What you could see though was his finishing was was very good. The way he hit a ball that. He could hit them wobbly shots. He could snap quick little finishes. He was a real good finisher. And same as Jamie. Jamie was more of a poacher. You know, he's sniffing goals out, his work rate. And he, he was quick as anything off the mark, Jamie. He, he was rapid. We used to do sprint tests in the, in the gym. And I used to come running from the treatment room all the way through to get a, to get a leg up to try and get <laughs> try and beat the score. <laughs> so when they're looking for me saying, turn's gone the speed test, I was coming out of Dave Reddy's room getting a good run-up to get, <laughs> to get my speed up. <laughs> um, Paul, are, are you? Um... But that's some, something Nig- Nigel. Sorry, yeah, go, something go on, Nigel go on. used to say to me is, he used to come in and say, "Gally, get them going, get into a few of them, wind a few up." You wanted to see how they reacted, and he, he I, I don't mean being a class clown, but he knew I'd, I'd have an opinion or say something just yes. at the right time to make some like a joke. Like when I scored against Crystal Palace, and I said, "Have you got a final for me? Should put that boot out. It's on fire," kind of thing. Just little, at the right time, just so. <laughs> I won't say we got beat because Nigel be going mental, but because we won three-one and it was his first game back, it kind of went down well, really. But yeah, that was just me. I, I like to play off the cuff and have that, you know, enjoy playing, don't with no fear and stuff like that. And he he knew that, and he'd, he'd try and get me to get into players that maybe didn't like it that way, and try and get the best out of them by knowing what to say or what not to say, or if they needed like the old cliche, they need a kick up the backside or an arm round them or just a little G up. You know, I was I was kind of that guy that, that Nigel had come to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, Gally, uh, were you part of the uh, the Mandrich slash King Power takeover, or was you? Did you join the club just as King Power took the club? Uh, no, I was. Um, I just came under Milan Mandrich in that August, and I think did they take over in October? When, yeah, I don't know. Was close, Something like that. It? Yeah, but I was. Yeah, I was there under Milan, and but the owners. From day one, you could see their ambition and you knew they wasn't there just to come and make a quick book. They were there for the long haul. You know what they did to the training ground, all around the stadium, even outside the stadium for the supporters. You know, yeah. Cakes and it was like a bloody fair ground outside, wasn't it? Sometimes with the rides and <laughs> yeah, things, still things they tried doing to make it feel like a family club. And I'm sure you guys appreciate it, supporters appreciate oh. what we're trying to do. Oh, and, um, fantastic. You know, my, my yeah, my wife did a, a charity walk for Meningitis because I lost yeah. my brother. I was going to bring got, that up. They donated 20... They donated twenty thousand pounds, which they didn't have to do. So when when I asked them to just if they would like to donate, they said twenty thousand. I was like bats or pounds. <laughs> pounds. I was like, oh. So you know, I've I always had a great relationship with them because I took free kicks and penalties, and they would always say, "Come on, Paul, today you have to score and all this." And I had a really good relationship with them, and you know, I hold them in high stead. And and when Vishai passed, it was it was a sad moment, and. I show my respect by that by going down and, and, yeah. and taking my family to my young family. I haven't seen that stadium before and you know laying flowers and stuff because I felt as myself to show a bit of res- um, respect. I-, I wanted to do that and you know that's how high I I, I hold them. Do you still keep in touch with the, like you know anyone from the club and and whatnot? <laughs> yeah, well, I went to obviously um, Jamie's wedding a few years ago, so I, I got on really well with. Obviously, we got Nuge now at Preston, who who I knew um, Saint Ledger, obviously. He's was, he was retired, but um, Andy King's moved on, I know now. But people like that drink water, and people that I was there with, you know, it's um, it was a great family club, and 
you know, some some of the players I played with was was a real pleasure to play with. And um, like I say, I'm I'm so delighted where they are now and how they're doing. And it, it looks like good times are coming back. And like I say, football gets back playing, and, and you're finishing the top four. You know, you you got Champions League football back at, at the King Power. Yeah, it's mad. Fingers crossed, Paul. I've just <laughs> enjoy it. You're... Enjoy it. <laughs> Hope so, Paul. You're you're obviously you're still at Chef. Uh, sorry, at Preston North End. And you were saying just before we came on that you're you're back into training, aren't you now? Yeah, we we went back um, eight eight ten ten days ago. It's a whole different ball game now, and don't get me wrong, it's good to be back to be out the house and, and trying to get back to some normality. But you know, we can't even go in the changing rooms. We have to do um, our own COVID tests on a on a Monday and a Thursday. Um, you've got to take your own kit home, wash it. Um, you can't have any treatment. Any well, if you're injured, you probably can't have treatment. But we're only allowed two people in the gym at at one time. You know, you can't have massages, and so it's different. But you know, it's it's football, and people want to get back to some normality. And you know, in football, it's it's probably the most watched sport in the world. So if we can get back to it in, in a safe way, in a safe manner, it's going to be difficult as with no supporters because you know the fans play a massive part. And and you ask any football player to play in front of you know so many fans is. You know, it gives you that adrenaline buzz, and so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what clubs are finished wearing the season um, with, with when it kicks back off. Do you know who your first game back is and when it is? Yeah, Paul. Yeah, we've got an absolute classic away at Luton, kind of with Rod. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we, we, we'll be we'll be preparing for that, and you know, again, even travelling, and we might have to have two different buses for obviously the players to travel on. So you've got the social distancing on the bus, and you know I, I believe so in the changing rooms that maybe the home team will use the home and the way dressing room to get changed, and we'll have to get changed on the coach or or on pitch somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Just so it's social It's it's like Sunday morning football, that, Paul. That you don't understand. It's just like yeah, Sunday up, morning football. You know I mean? Straight out for the for the dog and gun. Yeah, Tom. Tom, you wanted to get in there. Yeah, just, you know, before you go, Paul, we'll go to that time again. The show, uh, you scored some amazing goals. You mentioned one of them. You scored two in that game at Palace, home to Palace, Nigel's first game back, and they both were Rockets. Uh, the free kick will go down in most Leicester's yeah. uh, fans' hearts against Nottingham Forest. We've bent yeah. it back across the goalkeeper and then pinged the ball into the Forest fans for the gesture of Ethan Will. Which was probably your you know favourite goal for uh, Leicester City. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, I think Crystal Palace were on my radar for some reason. I scored my first goal against them. I think Matty missed the penalty and I did the tapping. Then I scored a lob in from quite far out. So yeah. I don't know what Spironi did to me at Palace, but he must have annoyed me in some some way, shape, or form. Every shot I hit used to fly in past him. So, but the Nottingham Forest one, all, all because we lost. I think we lost five one prior yeah. to that game. Back in December time, yeah. To be honest. Yeah, I didn't play, and um, I remember sitting there, and I didn't understand the rivalry or anything, and you know, and you could hear mumbles of what was going really bad taste in the Leicester fans' mouth. So, come into that game, and I remember Nigel saying, "Look, this game means a lot. Forget what's gone on this season. This game means a hell of a lot." And for me to score that goal um, was was, a, was an absolute belter and one I always remember. And yeah, it was, it was a nice goal. So probably that, but I, to be honest, scoring in front of Leicester fans was was a great um, pleasure for me, and because I, I I didn't understand how big the club was playing there on a Tuesday night, we, we were getting twenty three thousand in, in League One. It was incredible, you know. And it was it was it was 
it was all in the making to, to go on and do better and bigger things. And like I said before, probably I'm so happy that, that, that they're in the Premier League and the King Power sold out. Probably could sell out twice over. Chappers? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. finish on a... Uh... You know, and they're doing so well. And, and Oh, what's going on? Phil? Yeah, carry on, Lee. Go on. Yeah, I was going. I was going. I was going to ask Ali uh, one last question, which was: uh, Do you have any rib stories, like any any pranks, or who was the Joker in the dressing room at the time? Any 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 fun stories to tell us? Keep <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it clean. There was loads. There was loads of us. Yeah, there was loads of us. Um, ben Marshall came, <clears> and he was, he was a funny character. Saint Ledger was a funny character. Um, Nuge was a funny cat. Well, there's we had so many, but <laughs> I, re- I remember when um, we signed John Pansel and um, Richie was quite vocal in training, and he hit like a lot of us. We hated losing, and um, <laughs> I think um, we were playing like you had to have two touch, and John kept having three or four touches, and Richie was having a go at him, saying, "John, come on, it's two touch. You understand?" <laughs> and um, John John said, "Listen, you're not my manager." Blah blah blah. They come head to head, and John pokes him straight in the eye. <laughs> Richie. <laughs> Just gone down on his eye. It was incredible. <laughs> and no, one, no one thought anything of it, but John Pansel just poked him straight in the eyeball, and Richie's ah. And then um, we'd gone in after training; everything had calmed down, blocks. But and then I think John, John, John Pansel was was incredible. He used to have this boombox above um, where we used to sit, and he used to play Ghanaian music, and he'd be dancing with the change rooms. And I think it was that small John who used to play for. I think he was a singer. And he kept putting on full blast, and. Um, so for whatever reason, this day his wash bag fell off and all his aftershave had smashed on the floor. And he thought it was Richie. So I remember driving home with Richie and John, John's ringing Richie up. I'm going to kill you tomorrow. You, you smashed my expensive aftershave. Not knowing it was his music. Would he knock it off the, the beat and the bass? But oh, Richie's face was priceless when he got poked in the eye. That, that was a, that was a belt. <laughs> Hopefully we can get him on one I, day. I, I ripped him. Yeah, I, ripped, yeah, I, ripped, I, ripped, I ripped him all the way home. <laughs> I was calling one-eye Willie all the way home. It was funny. <laughs> Brilliant. So, somebody asked Paul earlier on, what's the shirt behind you in the frame? Yeah, I was Somebody gonna... asked earlier on. Scotland, it's got to be. His cap, I bet. Oh, it's just a what? That was the one when I went in net for Preston. Now, I'm always uh? looking at, um... <laughs> That's when we, when we won promotion. Ah. Ah, right. Somebody, else, somebody asked earlier, and I couldn't quite work out what... What, that's Preston's one, yeah. Yeah, so when I obviously I, when I came on loan from um, Leicester, it was a great season because I think Leicester got promoted to the Premier League and we got promoted to the Championship. So it was a double, it was a double bubble kind of promotion, which was was excellent. And you know, I, I, I'll, I'll always be thankful to Leicester for letting me come to Preston because I had a difficult time with obviously my wife and my kids, and you know, Nigel was right behind me. They were trying to send me other places to the Championship. He would offer more money to me my wages and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I just, I knew Larry Grayson, obviously, you know, obviously Larry had been yeah. a Leicester player. I knew him from my time at Blackburn and I said to um, to Nigel, listen, I was training well, but I had a, when 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 personal things happen and, you know, you want to be close to your family and, and I was travelling to Leicester every day. You know, my, my, my daughter was in intensive care for a month and stuff like that. You, your mind's not really on football and, and you just want to be back home and, and I was so grateful for them to let me come to Preston. And like I say, um, that'll always uh, be high regards in, in me for, for doing that because I came to Preston and straight away I was living at home and you know, enjoying football. Even though it was League One, 
Preston had a, had a, a great squad and you know, we had some ex-Leicester players of obviously Jermaine Beckford and playing again with, with Jermaine and, and stuff like that so you know it, and obviously Larry playing for Leicester we had good contacts down there so it, it all worked out in the end and you know like I say I'm, I'm still here now still going strong so yeah, that continue, but I'm, yeah. I've not been back to, to Leicester to watch a game, which I'd like to come back and, and watch a game. Maybe Obviously, you should come back when we have the uh, the extension. When we have the extension, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to have an extension for about forty two thousand seater soon, so you can come back then, can't you? <laughs> you might you might squeeze me in then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, is the plan plan to play a few more seasons of football, and then have you got any longer term? Could you go into management, maybe? Hmm. What's next? Yeah. Um, yeah, what's next for me? Well, I'm still playing. I'm still, you know, the manager. I got, I got a great relationship with with Alex Neil here at Preston, and he's given me the opportunity now to manage under 16. So that's what I do. I, I manage under 16s. I coach them on a Wednesday night, then I manage them on a Sunday. But obviously, still playing. My main focus is playing. Um, you know, I still feel um, I'm doing a great job on on the pitch and off the pitch. You know, with experience and been here nearly what seven, eight years. The club means a lot to me and. If I can be a role model for the younger players coming through and you know, and the manager wants me to implement how we play in the first team to the younger boys, so when they do come up, they understand how the manager works, um, tactics-wise, strategy-wise, stuff like that. You know, I'm trying to give them a head start because a lot of the young lads prior will come up and they haven't got a, a understanding how the manager works. And you know it's a cutthroat business. You know, managers are based on results. And if they're going to play younger players, they need to understand how they're going to play. And... Um, that's why he's, he's he's given that opportunity to do it with the 16s. And, and going forward, if, if I can play another year and be obviously still having an input and, you know, I think I might have scored five, six goals this season and assisted a few. So I'm still still um, having an input in, in the team. And anything past that, you know, I'm, I mean, I'll be 36 in September. So, you know, it's you, you're getting on a bit, but I've, I've never really relied on pace, really, ever. I know it's always been the skill. I was quick down, <laughs> down that right wing. Technical yeah. ability. Yeah. Technical. Te- it's technical. technical ability. Don't lose yeah. that. You don't lose technical. Well, I learned that at a young age. Um, yeah, Rob Kelly. Rob Kelly. You'll know him. He used to be a manager. Yeah. Actually, didn't he, Robert Kelly? Yes. He was my, yeah. my youth team manager at Blackburn. Oh, wow. And, um, from, an early age, from an early age, he always said, you've got the technical ability. You, you, you're five, ten steps ahead in your um, steps, five, ten steps ahead in your head. So, if you're a good player and you understand football, you, you'll use your strength quickly. You won't do things that that are not for you. So, you know, I, from a young age, I've, I've I've relied a lot on my technique and getting half a yard, putting crosses in, having shots, let the ball do the running really. And, you know, we had play, we had players that could run, obviously Lloyd Dyer and people like that who were who were really fast. So, you know, you play at your strengths and you and you go a long way. And I try and tell that now to the younger players. But younger players, you'll ask them what's your strength. They'll tell you everything. What's your weakness? <laughs> I haven't got one. <laughs> and you have to tell them what it is. You feel like you're breaking your heart when you tell them, but you're being honest. And I say, the quicker you learn that, the better you'll be for it. And, you know, I've I've enjoyed doing the coaching as well, but like I say, my main focus is, is obviously still playing and, and trying to help, help Preston try and get to the, to the Premier League. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're going to have to let you go, Paul. It's gone eight yep. o'clock. I just want to tell you, we've had a tremendous response. We've had loads of people watching, loads of questions tonight. Sorry, we couldn't get every question. Yeah. So That's many comments, true. but just to let you know, you're very much still in Leicester fans' hearts, and uh, yep. we're, we're a big fans still of Paul Gallagher. Yep, we definitely are. Thank you very much for having me, and all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks, Paul. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. Well, good luck for the rest of good the season. Good luck. Paul. Yes, we'll always keep an eye on you. Thanks, Paul. Thank We're going to let you go. Cheers. Cheers, Paul. Thanks a lot. No worries.
Cheers. Thank you, mate. <laughs> He's like just sneaked in in the background. <laughs> Hello. We can see you, lad. Get in. What's his name? What's his name? He's a, he's a next player. He's he's a, he's on the books at Blackburn. <laughs> How is he? Get him down he's to Leicester. Leicester that's what we got, say. He's got more stuff than me. Yeah, yeah, Preston not happy, but <laughs> yeah, he, oh, he's got he's got he's got. To be honest, he usually has his Leicester kit on. He's got the Vardy kit, the the blue one. So he usually he usually has that on. He's he's football crazy. Yeah, he's only he's only six. That's what we like to see. So maybe there'll be yeah, another hey, gap from Young. You said I need to play for Sheffield United. I'm still at Sheffield United. <laughs> you did say as well, didn't you? Yeah. I, I nearly did. I know. You I nearly, nearly got did, it wrong. Yeah. yeah. This is the rib part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all the kids are coming on, on now. Come on, get them all on. <laughs> <laughs> this is, Hello. This is Ava. This is the little one that was in hospital. Look at her now. Oh, 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 it's good to see her looking so well. Hi, Ava. Fantastic! Yeah. Right, so that was eight years Great. ago. Yeah, eight years ago. Yeah, eight years ago. Wow. That's mad. Yeah. Time yeah. flies, Long isn't it? Time ago. Well, yeah. good to see things have worked out well, Paul. No worries. Right. Thank you again. We'll Thank see you soon. Yeah. Thanks again, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. See you later. No worries. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. No see you later. See you later. That's Jamie Vardy. Yeah, Jamie Vardy. <laughs> 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 go, on, go, go on Jamie oh, oh, I'm just warming my hands up now look Jesus. I, my hands need warming up Chappé look oh that's nice and warm uh, I don't think I'll ever go away that you know I'm never going to go away from am I no, no, good lad cheers Paul right, thank cheers, you Paul. see you later see you later bye bye we're going now. <laughs> Cheers, lad. Real, real brilliant. Brilliant. Guys, brilliant. brilliant. Cheers, Paul. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Classic. <laughs> brilliant. Chappie. Oh, Chappie. Oh, he got ribbed. Got ribbed. Oh, live on air. <laughs> live. It is, done. it is what it is. Young Mr. What a way, what a way to end the show with Chappie being embarrassed. <laughs> Let's go. You only got me on the show to rip me anyway, let's be honest. You love ripping me on here. That's what well, I'm If we gave you a compliment, if we gave you a compliment, there'd be a problem, wouldn't there? You think it's me wrong. Can we get the violin out? Listen, oh, yeah. That was another great one. To be fair, you know, you know, you know yes. when he said you know when he said, Oh, my lad's got a Vardy kit, I was gonna say yes, so have I. <laughs> he beat you to it. Uh, Listen, you've got to be quicker. Was... You've got to be quicker than that. I'd just like uh, to thank, thank all you three guys and everybody who's watching because that was really great. And Paul Gallagher was a really good, 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 good quality player for Leicester. Yeah, and, um, and he's still playing now. So it's it's really great that he's had the time to come on and uh, have a little chat with us. And I know the fans have enjoyed <laughs> Phil, it. You, Phil, you know, before you go, can you put Ross Howard's uh, question up, please? The last put one on Facebook. <laughs> hang on. It's all done. That's uh, it. His career's done now. He's done that, isn't it? Done and dusted. He says here, Rai says, a pro <laughs> footballer just ripped you a new one, Chappers. Hey, he message- Rai's just been messaging me. Oh, sorry, Rai. I didn't get your bloody question in. Sorry, pal. Never mind. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Next time, Rai. Anyway, Brilliant. listen. Absolutely who's, fantastic. Who's next, Jamie? 
on Wednesday night, it is Carl Muggleton. Oh, Muggo, Muggo. Muggo. Oh, uh, there's a lot oh. of the players. Players used to call it Muggs. I always used to call Muggs. it Muggo, but I think the players yeah, used to call it Muggs. But um, <laughs> looking forward to that. He uh, played in the a 92 playoff final, didn't he, Carl Muggleton? When did David I? Speedy fell over. Yeah, he did. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, Jamie, Tom, Chappers, especially you, Chappers. Thanks yeah. for coming on tonight. Made on, I like that as Chappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm work- listen. I'm working on the uh, on the watch along stuff. I'm I'm working on it. So we're gonna I'm gonna do watch along football commentary on probably on air. Fantastic. Point. I'm working on it. Working on it. We've got lots planned. So we'll see you. Oh, yes, we all are. soon. Cheers, guys. I'm gonna let you go. See you all soon. See you all later. See you later. Thanks so much to those guys. Thanks to Paul Gallagher. Thanks to Paul Gallagher's kid as well for making that. Uh, bit of uh, magic at the end happen as ever thanks to the guys who sponsor us and help bring us the content wednesday night at oh i think it's 7 30 is a fan zone show special with carl muggleton so join us for that and thanks for all your comments follow us don't forget i should get chappers back on chappers are you still there yeah i got ribbed come on do come on do the socials yeah, okay make sure you go and follow us at leicester fan tv on all socials uh, and if you're watching through youtube hit the subscribe button we're reaching five thousand now come on help us get to that 5k mark on youtube leicester fan tv go 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 follow like share cheers guys thanks chappers gotta let chappers do the socials because that's what he always nags us to uh, my name's phil this is leicester fan tv thanks for everybody who's been watching we'll see you all soon Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.